0: What's up, my Hanyaks? Welcome back to the Rambling Viking Podcast with your favorite Hanyak. Hope your week is PDFG so far and continues to be that way. Man, it's been a crazy time around here. I'm in a whirlwind uh, moving out next week and in a very a bit of a precarious situation. am going to be semi-homeless. It's kind of weird to explain, but um, I'm going to have a home and a place to stay, but we're not going to... You know, we didn't find another rental or buy a house or anything. We, yeah, we're... In an in-between phase, I'm not going to get that deep into it. It's 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 exciting times though, real exciting times. So we're going to get into your weekly dose of weird right here. Let's just uh, whoa. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know if I talked about this on a previous episode. I might have, but I was recently uh, leaving a baseball game, and there was a panhandler right out right outside the gate. And, you know, you see that plenty of times and see someone holding a, holding a sign, you know, saying whatever. Well, this guy, is an older guy, maybe in his 40s or 50s. And he's he's got a sign and at the top it says, need weed. And I was like, oh, big whoop there. Big surprise, right? Seen that before. And then, and then I keep reading and it says, will dance. And I'm like, okay, so he's willing to work naked for $1. And then I said, whoa, whoa now, hold on. <laughs> Time out, time out, time out. Let's back that up. Let's reread this sign. Okay, we'll dance. Yeah, I'm with you there. Uh, naked, hold on, what are we doing? You're, oh, you're taking your clothes off to dance for a dollar. Uh, feels like there was a accidental insertion of naked in this sentence where it didn't belong. And uh, because we'll dance for a dollar... I'm half inclined to give you a dollar to see 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 if you can break it down. No music, totally. What's the equivalent? It's acapella, but for dancing, and so dance pella. So it's yeah, no music, no nothing. Just here's your dollar, dance, monkey. No, <laughs> um, but dance. You know, show me what you got, and maybe even all bust a move too. Who knows? But uh, then you then you throw in naked in there, and I, I I'm this is where you lost me. This is where I think you're confused as far as what drives people to potentially give you a dollar. It's the entertainment value of having a random stranger just do a little dance right there. No music, no nothing. And it only costs you a dollar and something that's, that's what I like to call serendipitous on the streets. All right. Yeah. It's unexpected. No big deal. But then when you're like, yeah, I'll get naked for you. Uh, you know, most people you're not, you're not a, um, most people don't want that. I mean, it'd be, if you were like a, if you were like a, I don't know, 22 year old female model, I'm sure you'd have some guys like, yeah, you know, whatever, you know, that's called the strip club though. (laughs) There's already, there's already establishments where that happens. So (laughs) then there's already people in that profession and it's clear what kind of people, uh, people are willing to pay to see them dance naked. And uh, but you, I mean, there's a reason you're you're not out there doing it. So, yeah, it was something. Uh, it, I will say this. There was this weird, like, hooded Kermit side of my brain that was like, no way is this dude actually going to strip naked. Because he was in, like, cargo pants, like, shoes. He had a shirt on and backpack. Like, you mean tell me I give you a dollar. You're going to strip down completely naked here, which is illegal because we're on the street and you're going to dance. And then you're going to put your clothes back on and continue continue the saga. So, I don't know, maybe in a weird backwards way. This is genius marketing because people don't think he'll actually get naked and dance. Now, on the flip side of that, if he actually does, I'm going to promptly walk away. And oh man, maybe this guy's smarter than I thought. So maybe then he won't have to dance at all. If he starts to like, I don't know, if he starts to take his clothes off, and I'm like, whoa, no, just keep the dollar, and I walk away. He didn't have to dance. He didn't have to get. He didn't have to get naked, and he got his dollar. So it's the shock value there. Hmm. Hmm. So you're telling me next time I need money. Maybe what? Oh. I I think I just awkwardly talked myself into this. What do you think? Good, bad business strategy. I I'm still very much in favor of just saying we'll dance for a dollar, because I feel like A, you're trying to earn that dollar, which I can always respect. Anytime you're trying to provide a service. Like, you know, when kids are doing car washes and whatnot for their for their cheer team, football team, whatever team that they have, yeah, I, I respect that real hard. And I the guys selling the curbside, I always try and buy a curbside when I can because it's like, hey, you're out here grinding, you're working, uh, you're providing some value. You're not just asking for money and, uh, you know, please give me money. It's funny. My wife said she was uh, she was somewhere and there was a panhandler of some lady and she goes, oh, and my, my wife's like windows down and she's like, She's like, Oh, what you doing? Um I think the lady maybe said something to her and she was like, Oh, nothing much. She's like, what are you up to? And she and the lady the pain responded back and said, Nothing, just working. And then she but then she like caught herself and was like, Oh, well, uh, you know, just uh and then my wife was just kinda of chuckled and was like, Hmm, was that a Freudian slip there? <laughs> Little, little slip up, little, little truth nugget for you of just working. Hmm. Which, I mean, in some cases, people say you can make more money panhandling in a day than you can, say, if you've you actually tried to go get, like, I don't know, a random janitor job somewhere. So, yeah, I, I, and I mean, there's definitely been those situations where it's like people actually don't need the money, but they just are lazy and so they go and do it. But I try not, I try and not pull my judgments too much into it. And I try and just let the Lord lead on that one. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. how it be, but yeah, will dance naked for a dollar. Tell me you think good or bad strategy. I, I clearly have explored both thought processes, uh, the thought paths for why someone would do that. And I awkwardly kind of almost made some sense of the naked part but then but all in all i still think just will dance for a dollar is better and ooh, what dance move would you do if someone gave you that dollar and how long do you dance these are the questions that plague our time so let me say this if i i would hmm i wonder i might try and break down and do the worm um i might See, I, I, you could just hit him with the floss, but then I feel like that's a waste of dollar cuz every kid you every time you turn around there's music playing and kids are present, you just see kids flossing or attempting to floss and it's horrible. But yeah, I don't know, I might try something. I'd probably try and mix it up every single time. Give them a new dance move, you know, do the robot, do the worm, just do just kind of break it down and hit them maybe maybe even may, I might even develop like a little routine like a little 20 30 second routine I feel like that's the the prime time now if they bust out some music for me that might depending on what song they play that might initiate you know a little bit more uh, longer dancing because it's like hey if you're gonna if this is my jam then I'm gonna jam out this whole time you know what I'm saying but we'll see we'll see on the note of <clears throat> but let me know five star review email. Voice memo, text, whatever, whatever, whatever floats your goat, Joe. I uh, on that note though, where I was talking about how you know I respect the game, the grind of like trying to provide some sort of service, whether whether it's a service I actually need or not. I mean, I ah, dance, whatever, but it's actually for my enjoyment, so yes. And not in a demeaning way, by the way. I mean, I enjoy the fact that he's trying to provide something. So I'm. The, you get what I'm saying. Uh, I did see this the other day, and th- and it made me think. I don't, know, no. So you know how kids will do like, they'll like raise money for their teams by like doing a car wash or some, or a bake sale or something of that sort, you know, and it's either in a parking lot or whatever. And I mean, we all know that our cars actually don't get cleaner at all. You just get some soapy streaks <laughs> and it's like, oh yay, my car wash. <laughs> and um, you know, it's for the kids though. It's for the kids and they're trying to do something. So you got to support them, right? And and that, that I'm all about. I saw this the other day, though. I think it was a cheer team. It was something like that, though. And they were they were on a corner, and they just had signs saying, you know, support our cheer team, we want to go to nationals or whatever. And they were just standing there. They were kind of like – a couple of them were kind of like dancing, but not really. It was – so effectively it was panhandling. And my first thought was, how do the adults – the adults – are being lazy here because they're just like, yeah, we'll just go stand on the corner in our uniform. People give us money and I'm sure people did. But to me, I see that and I'm like, no, we're, we're reinforcing bad habits here where it's, we just go ask for it. It's like, no, I, let's try and set it up in a way where we can do something. Those are valuable lessons for the next generation. And I think it's important to do that. Like, uh, granted I did pay my, uh, my friend's, <laughs> my friend's kid at, uh, we were at hideaway and they had the little ranch cups and he was talking about how he works for money or whatever. And I had a dollar. And I said, I tell you what, you drink this whole ranch, this cup of ranch right here, a little, little ramekin ranch, I'll give you a dollar. And I mean, I look, I'm getting a service. I'm getting enjoyment of someone get to chug ranch, whether it's an arbitrary thing or not. So he does it. And then and there's still a little bit left. And I say, you know what? I will, I will up the ante to $6 if you can like lick it clean. And he did. And he did. And he did. Good job. Good job to him. Shout out to shout out to my man Jake. Uh, he's a real one. He's over here trying to hustle, earn money, trying to do chores and stuff. Told me to come clean my house and whatnot, and I'll pay him. But yeah, so I don't know. What, what do you think about that? I I think I think there needs to be some form of even those even those even though they're annoying, like those kids are like, will you buy one of these discount cards for my basketball team? Like there at least there's a service there. There's something provided. I get a nice little discount card. I go to these certain places and. And get and get a certain amount off, or a certain amount of the profits go to the team, and I'm like, yeah, I'm cool with that. But just standing on the corner with signs saying "support my cheer team," no, I'm sorry, I need you, I need you to do something more. Have some baked goods. Have I like I don't know. Literally, and even if they're little handmade trinkets and bracelets, I don't care about. I once once outside of a grocery store, and this little nine-year, and this this is why I lived in a sketchy side of town too. So this is not a nice grocery store, like. Uh, yeah, you can get some sweet deals on there. Let me tell you, but overall not super nice. And this little nine year olds out there and and there's all these little handmade bracelets and anklets and necklaces. And, and she was like, Hey, I'm selling these like, and she was talking about her and her brother in a competition and her brother and they're trying to raise the most money to go and buy Whatever. And, I mean, let's be real. I looked at these bracelets, and I was like, I'm not going to wear one of these. I don't... Like, they were cool, and it was sweet, but she was out there hustling. And this was, like, 9 o'clock at night, too. And she'd been out there for hours. And I was like, absolutely. I bought, like, two of them. And I was like, no, 100%. Some Support small business. Literally small. Like, she's a little kid, but also <laughs> small business. Anyways, but I'm chink. Dad joke for the day. And and, and I'm just, I was all about it. I was like, heck, yeah. So... Uh, what kind of hustles do you have growing up? I didn't get to have much of a hustle, mainly because my dad had me hustling enough. I managed it. At, at my high point, I managed my house. I managed a lot for my grandpa. I managed two rent houses. This is the lawns I'm talking about. Two rent houses. The rent, um, and I managed the lawn for my dad's business. Oh, and I also worked every Sunday, on virtually every Sunday and holiday, uh, when the when. when the the office was closed. And then on top of that, I worked, you know, I worked a lot of Saturdays. I worked in the summers. I worked basically a full-time schedule and let's see. There's those. Oh yeah. I mean, washing, washing the cars, vacuuming the cars, taking care of them. Um, you know, and then when there's seasonal stuff like raking leaves, uh, trimming the hedges along the office, like, so I had more than enough work where like kids are like, Oh yeah, I mowed every lawn on my street. It was like, I had the equivalent of that, but my dad provided all of the work and all of the projects, but it was good. It taught me work ethics. So yeah, all that uh, to be said, you know, think about your marketing strategy before you decide to dance naked or do really anything naked in public for mm, a yeah. dollar. I don't know. I'm not, you know, you know what I would have, you know, what a good thought I had is I'm think I feel like if you were like, Hey, we'll dance naked for a dollar or for $3, I will keep my clothes on and dance. See, then you're upselling the art of the upsell, and that's some that's some high level stuff right there. Now, uh, <laughs> this guy wasn't in necessarily a high level position, but dad doing that sort of thing that might get you a little. That, that could even get you a, a part time job. That's some that's a marketing strategy right there, right? Or for five dollars, right? And you just build out a whole thing. Now you need a pretty large sign though, and I don't know. And and who has three bucks on them? That's the other thing. If if you're gonna be panhandling nowadays, I feel like you need your cash app, Venmo, PayPal, something on there, cause ain't nobody carrying cash. Nobody's carrying cash. So why? So we need to make sure. Yeah. So so I would do that first of all, and be like, hey, um, you know, Venmo, and then especially if I'm doing a dance, like, hey, I'm gonna bust a move for every, and you know, for every dollar, every dollar is a new dance move. Or you pick the dance move. Oh, man. For a buck, I'll I'll attempt whatever dance move or sing whatever song, you know. See, start building it. You want to you want the audience participation here, all right? This is marketing one on one. So marketing through the eyes of panhandling, panhandle marketing. Uh, this is not for the Oklahomans who live in the panhandle necessarily, or the Texans. This is for those who <laughs> who are panhandling, but you know your panhandle marketing strategy is you want to try and bring them in and make them as involved as possible cuz when when it's like oh I have a choice I get to say some people are more prone to do it like if you say hey I'll dance for a dollar sure you say hey I will do whatever dance you want or or do whatever dance move you know dealer's choice here for a buck or I'll do I'll do I'll dance for a dollar or for $2 or $3 you get to pick my dance move and and, and, you know, I'll do whatever dance you want or if there's a specific dance, you know, say like the single ladies dance or something. See, then I'm upselling. I'm incentivizing that upsell and I can make more money. And guess what? You get even more enjoyment because now you are getting to participate. You are not just the bankroll here, but you're the... You are participating in an active participant in that. And anytime you can get people to, to be feel like they're a participant, it, your quality is, is going to go up and you're going to be able to drive more revenue. So I uh, bet you weren't expecting a full marketing lesson off of a sign of a guy offering to dance naked for a dollar today. I didn't expect that either. Oh, man. I just had a thought, though. Oh, In that whole minute, I had a thought. and I was like, I need to say this. Oh. Oh, that's what I was talking about. So when it goes back to Venmo and (laughs) the struggle strain there. Just go full DMX on them. DMX or stroke. Same difference sometimes. But I... (laughs) Okay, going back to the whole I would put my Venmo, Cash App, PayPal, something, you know, have the tap to pay, whatever. Whatever I could set up ready to go cuz I know people don't carry I don't carry cash a lot of times and so it's like I'm I want to buy this curbside but do you accept Venmo, you know? Can I Venmo you this cash or whatever? And so that's a smart idea. Uh I, did I just lose it again. Oh, okay. I almost lost it again. Wow, the struggle. I promise I'm going to get to it. So, convenience fees. All right, the two things. There's two different conveniences. We have the convenience fee of ticketing even though most ticketing now is, ver- is digital tickets. So the fact that you can go to Ticketmaster like convenience fee. What convenience? You are the official retailer of the tickets for this event. But that's not the convenience fee we're going to talk about. But you can tell it fires me up. The other convenience fee I'm talking about is when you go places and you go to use a card and they're like, oh, it's a 3% convenience fee or it needs to be a $5 minimum because uh, you know these card companies... They take a percentage, which is bull crap, by the way, especially if you're like a small time business. I get you have to make money as the co- you're already making plenty of money, Visa, MasterCard, Amex. y'all don't need no more money. I know you own these companies that strip these card readers and and charge a fee, so you're just taking even more. But I uh, you know certain places, I get it for like super small purchases at small mom and pop shops where it's like, look, it's still built in. But the ever more digital world that we're living in, particularly in the terms of cash exchange, like, why are we still living in this archaic, uh, this archaic style where you go places? And it's a two percent convenience, like where it's like, oh, I pay with cash; it's three ninety nine. If I pay with card, it's four twenty nine. And I'm just like, what the why, why is this more expensive to use a card when card is the preferred method? Ask, ask anybody. Nobody really carries cash anymore and uses cash anymore, especially with the pandemic. I'm still surprised that you you'll see that around after the pandemic, like. On the other side of the pandemic, like where we're at, I figured, oh, it's, it's all going to be digital. There's not going to be these, nope. It's all these stupid processing fees. And the, when you get me is, and, uh, is when you, when it, when it's a significant purchase, when I'm uh, 50 bucks, a hundred bucks, and there's still some stupid fee. And then it's like, oh, and it's charging this much. Why are we doing that? I don't understand. The preferred, you're the preferred method. I feel like you're just driving people away and making people annoyed with whatever convenience fee. First of all, whoever made this up, it's the biggest trope of my life. Convenience? Ugh. It's, but it is what it is, you know? Where do you stand on it? But yeah, your you're panhandle marketing. What, what would be your strategy? If you if you were doing it, what, what service did you provide? You know, those guys, I even like the guys who aren't necessarily doing something, specific, but they have their headphones on and they are grooving. grooving. And I'm like, look, that's something, that's something to watch while I'm at my stoplight. Okay. Versus just standing there. And like I said, it's one, you know, I I've given to people who are just standing there. I'm not super, I know I probably sound super cynical when it comes to charitable giving to (laughs) those on the street. I promise I'm not, but just given the topic we're talking about, that's, that's how it comes across. But, uh, you get it, right? So, what well, what's your panhandle marketing strategy, your best panhandle marketing strategy? I can't believe that one note sparked an entire episode. But that has been this episode. I hope you, you've enjoyed this weekly dose of weird. Would you pay the man to dance naked for a dollar? Uh, would you be a fan of the upsell? How would you do it? I'd, anything and everything on your panhandling marketing strategy for you and or for other people in general. Uh, let me know. You can do that a whole hand, one of a whole handful of ways. Or you could do that. You know what I haven't offered? You could send it five different ways. Now, that would be something different. Look, you send it five different ways. I will connect with you and give you a, I don't know. I don't know. I'll figure out some sort of incentive. But if someone sends me their answer and all, utilizes all five ways, and I get two of them are two separate ways to leave a voice message. And still, if you do all five ways, uh, I don't know it 'll be like the equivalent of like buy you a coffee or something like that maybe five or ten dollar gift card we'll we'll figure something out i will but you will do it and you have to be the first person to do it too because i know you guys are all racing to do it now so uh, those ways are you can five star review and if you 've already left a fight no you need a new five star review or edit your current one at email so rambling biking at gmail.com you can leave a voice message via the link below in the description. You can text or leave a voicemail at 580-789-9258. Let me know any and all thoughts. I'd love to hear your feedback. Make this, you know, I'm driving audience participation here. Just like, you know, I talked about my my marketing strategy. The more you can draw them in to be a participant, the better overall the product will be. And guess what? You are now part of the product and so you're not only enjoying it but you're getting partake in it and in this case look there's some real tangible rewards on the line here taking my own advice i'm providing some sort of some sort of incentive some sort of value for your participation so get to it uh we'll we'll see if we have a winner for the next episode and we'll get that out there but that has been all for this episode of the randomly viking podcast hope the rest of your week is pdfg Hopefully, you don't have to be subject to random man dancing naked on the street for a dollar. Uh, I would not recommend paying him that dollar. We will see you guys next time. Uh, All my Honyaks, have a wonderful week. This Honyak is out.